Uh, welcome back to episode two of the Photo Island Resort podcast. I'm John Hartnett, the Digital Marketing Manager, and I'm here with Kelly McKernan, the Accommodation Manager here at Photo Island Resort. How are you, Kelly? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Great to see you today. Um, Kelly, I'm just going to start off maybe um, just bringing in the Leadership Development Programme because I'm only learning about it myself. Um, and I know recently we posted about International Women's Day and you had written a little bio piece. Um, could you just give us a rough breakdown of the Leadership Development Programme and how it got you to the job as Accommodation Manager that you're in now? Yeah, so um, I did the LDP Programme uh, back in 2016 when I first began doing the golf club. Um, it was over a two-year period and... It was a great opportunity because I learned an awful lot and it got me to the position I'm here at the moment today, which is the accommodation manager of the hotel. Um, it's something that I would really highly recommend to anybody who was looking to um, kind of delve deeper into their ho- into the hospitality industry and, and make a career out of it. And if they were interested in it, I'd encourage it. Like, I'd send them straight to to Katrina Sheehan, so. Um, and in the job that you're now, obviously it's, it's probably slightly different with the hotel being closed, but as accommodation manager, like what do you love about your job? What 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 kind of drives you on each day to do it? I'm, I'm sure it's an all merciful amount of work. Um, I just, I love the general buzz of hospitality. Um, I love how busy it is. I love meeting new and interesting people. Um, I love the, the opportunities that you get to make somebody's day, so I, I like, say specifically with the accommodation department in the rooms. I like the standards to be very high. I like the, the rooms to have that wow factor. Um, I have my whole team who, who are really passionate about that as well. So um, just the, the, the finer things, the details in the room, um, the little treats that you can put in there, just really, really making someone stay at the hotel um, really, really memorable. And obviously things are very different now with the hotel being closed. You've probably gone from a very busy period of Christmas time to... To nothing. The day to day at the moment, what's it like? Um, the day to day is very slow in comparison, I suppose, to when the hotel was open. Um, it was quite difficult going from a very fast paced environment to really, I suppose, getting the opportunity to slow down and, and be able to kind of um, work away on the, the bits and pieces that are around the hotel that you wouldn't normally get to maybe, um, you know, refresh the painting in the room, maybe some soft refurbishments around there. Um, and even getting the, the opportunity to work on yourself, I've done a couple of courses even over the last couple of weeks and months, um, some of mindset strategies, stress management, um, understanding different personality types, uh, like for healthier communication within the team, um, and I think um, they're the kind of things that you're, you wouldn't get the opportunity really to do when you're working full time, so I'm taking that as a positive and hoping that when I go back and I'm welcoming my team back that um, you know, I'm going back, I'm a more well-rounded person, I'm a little bit more happier and more relaxed and, and I can I can deal with the, the everyday hustle and bustle of the hotel a little bit better. I think it's good to take that, that downtime and, and figure that out for yourself as well. And as you said, for the team, they'll benefit from it too. Um, what do you miss most about the hotel not being open? And I miss my team. I really do miss my team. I mean, I, I am in constant um, contact with them. I do talk to them quite often, but we were really after developing such a lovely, um, just such a lovely working atmosphere, just just a nice environment. Yeah, like yeah. a nice environment, a good teamwork. I think everybody was, you know, really good spirits before Christmas. Um, before we finished up there at Christmas, so I'm really, really looking forward to getting my team back and 
you know, doing a bit of training with them and getting them all on the same page and letting them know that we're, we're now working towards, like we always have been, but now more than ever, we're really working and striving towards <clears throat> um, making sure that we're delivering the, the best possible um, five-star experience for every person who walks through the door. Um, and I think there's, that's something that they're going to be really excited about as well because that's something that they've, you know, they, they, they take a lot of pride in, in the work that they do. You can see it within the rooms that they deliver. Obviously, going from the hotel being closed to reopening again, I'm sure in your department there's, there's lots of pre-planning has to go into it. Is, have you started that work now or is it kind of just always ongoing or will it be? It's, yeah, it's always ongoing. Um, I know we're in a reduced week at the moment, but we're always taking away to see what kind of training we can do with the staff before they come back. Uh, what kind of areas we need to pay particular attention to just to make sure that we get it right on the mark when we do reopen. Um, you know, the soft refurbishments that are going on around the hotel, um, particularly in the rooms. It's, you know, refreshing the painting and just making sure that everything is just so. And there's um, the IT is working on something exciting as well in the rooms, but um, I'm not sure if I will say it. Just, we, don't, we don't get exclusive on the podcast, I, I know. So, <laughs> but it's going to be really, really fab, just some, um, some in-room entertainment. And I think it's going to be something that really set us apart from, from, um, from other hotels and parks. That's brilliant. Uh, Kelly, thanks a million for your time. You're very welcome. Uh, welcome back to the second part of this episode of the Photo Island Resort podcast. I'm John Hartnett and I'm here with Aoife Kelly, our wedding coordinator. How are you Aoife? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, I suppose uh, your job has probably changed a bit over the last few months and things are very different around the hotel. Um, what's the day-to-day -day like at the moment? Uh, it's very different to what it was last year. Um, just currently managing um, existing and new couples at the moment. So. Um, it's primarily email based and getting back to couples on dates, um, sending videos, photographs and then arranging appointments which is virtually or by phone. And obviously you know there's still the uncertainty about how it's going to be when we reopen and stuff. Yeah. Do you find that people and, and potential couples kind of expect that now or are they still hoping you have all the answers when they <laughs> ring? Or Yeah it's a real mix now at the moment so um, at the moment, we're current, like I'm currently dealing with uh, new couples, so anything from Christmas that got engaged or Valentine's, uh, which would be our high engagement season. Um, so they all want to see the venue and have a look around. And then you have obviously the existing couples that are due from this summer, so anything from April, May onwards. Um, and unfortunately, we don't have any information, um, which is extremely frustrating from the hotel side of view, the couple side of view, and then all the venues and suppliers as well. And you mentioned there the, the part about the video. I know I've worked with you on, on a video for the, the Smith Barry, just a kind of a quick show around, um, and the clubhouse as well. Uh, do you find you're after getting more comfortable kind of doing live videos now and being yeah. able to, to Zooms with, with guests? Yeah, like being in front of the camera, the video is not something I enjoy at all. But it has to be done. Uh, it's part of my work. So uh, just throwing myself into it and putting it, like they can't come in and see it. So um, I'm doing as much as I can from Zoom consultations, uh, videos, FaceTime, I've been on Teams, so it's a real mix of the virtual side of the show rounds at the moment. Yeah, and I know we've spoken about obviously the, the beautiful uh, refurb Smith Barry Street. Yeah, and, amazing. you know, to get that wow factor, you nearly need to walk in there. And like we've spoken about some 
some videos and photographs yeah. of that but it'll be lovely when you can actually bring people yeah. through it again that's it like the videos and photographs are great but i just don't think it does it justice like you really buy a wedding with your heart and you need to be here in person to see it and obviously we're sitting in the smith barry suite today looking yeah. out at the garden amazing beautiful the, sunny the flowers day. are coming up it's lovely you just you just wish people could be here to see it yeah. i suppose in your job as a wedding coordinator you probably take on a million different roles yeah. um in preparation for people's weddings as well as the background the organizing of it is yeah. there is there any particular bit of your job that you love the most or um i would say it's definitely the selling of the wedding um like i enjoy meeting the couples showing them around showing them the resort the different options whether it's the smith barry or you know the clubhouse talking to them about their civil ceremony options photographs um, I suppose the lead up to the wedding day can get quite stressful for couples because they've obviously never done it before, they don't know what to expect, they kind of overthink everything. So it's about reassuring them, calming them and um, just make sure that they enjoy their wedding day. And just before we finish up, the inquiries that are coming in, obviously at the moment uh, people's hands are forced with um, having smaller weddings yeah. or smaller groups depending on the, the limitations and stuff. Are the inquiries that are coming in for the future have people downsized their weddings or are they still the big the big party no um, definitely not like they're looking for the party and people are willing to wait till 2023 to have that so numbers are still like 150 plus um you know some people will go ahead with a smaller wedding but people are happy to push it out to summer 22 we're now seeing an in, uh, pick up for 2023 weddings just with the uncertainty so people will party when their their time comes <laughs> Excellent. Aoife, thanks a million for your time and answering the questions. Thank you, Jeff. Talk to you soon.